0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Over Chatter podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Wimp, and if you have not yet done so, please go hit that subscribe button. If you're out there and you enjoy listening, please go rate and review this podcast. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's at the mind over chatter podcast with the number one. In today's episode, we're going to unpack six tips to setting and achieving any goal. If you're listening at home, I encourage you to grab a piece of paper and a pen. And as we go through these steps, just jot down anything we cover that resonates with you. It's time that we start setting goals we actually intend on achieving. If there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that we've made a New Year's resolution that we didn't keep. Right? We got so excited to start something new, but after just a few weeks, it was like that fire inside of us was out. We might not have saw the benefits like we did at first, or maybe we realized that it was going to be much harder than what we originally thought. But that's because setting the goal is actually not the hard part. We can all come up with a few things that we want to achieve in life or some things we want, but nobody talks about the how. How are we going to get there? How do we incorporate structure? motivation? How do we avoid obstacles along the way? How do we fit it into our routine? A goal without a plan is just a wish. So that's why I'm going to give you six tips for not only setting goals, but also the skills we need to follow through. Think of a roadmap. The goal you create is like the destination on the map. But it's not enough to just know where you want to end up, right? You have to know exactly how you're going to get there. You have to know when and where to veer your direction, where you're going to fuel up, where you're going to avoid obstacles to get back on track. Knowing where you want to end up is only just the beginning. So let's find out how we're going to get there. The first tip I have for you is to create SMART goals. Now, SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based. So when you define these boundaries of your goal, what it's going to do is it's going to eliminate the generalness of your goal. It's going to set a time frame and it's going to make it simple for you to track your progress. You'll be able to answer the question, did I or did I not accomplish this? So let's run through these and I'll give you a couple examples. Your goal needs to be extremely specific to you and your life. What specifically are you going to accomplish? Not the general I wants. What are you going to dedicate energy towards to accomplish? So instead of I need to try and lose weight, it might be I will lose 10 pounds. But you could even go further than that, how are you going to achieve it? Are you going to go to the gym Tuesday and Thursday? Are you going to walk around your neighborhood Monday, Wednesday, Friday? What are you going to be doing every single day to make sure you achieve the goal? Your goals also need to be measurable. So this refers to how are you going to gauge your success? How are you going to measure any progress you might make? Maybe you plan on stepping on the scale once a week, or you plan to do a body fat test every two weeks. You might take out a measuring tape and go around your hips and your waist and your arm. I don't know what it is. But you have to be able to measure it to know if you're making any progress. Attainable. Is your goal honestly doable? Most of the time that answer is yes, but we don't want to set some huge goal that isn't even achievable. The goal here is to inspire change within ourselves, not to discourage ourselves. It's like setting a goal to lose 10 pounds is awesome. But if you set a goal to lose 10 pounds in a week, that could discourage you because it's not healthy and it's almost impossible. It could be so unattainable that it actually turns you off and stops you from even getting started. Your goals need to be relevant. Relevant refers to the goal being results-based. It's not enough to have a goal to just be happier. What does that mean? What changes in your life are you going to make so that you are happier? Just saying you want to be a happier person or a more productive person or a more disciplined person, that's not a results-based goal. So you'll never actually know if you're making progress. The last thing your goal needs to be is time-based. Based. We need deadlines. We need checkpoints. You need a target date. Let me give an example. When you were younger and your parents asked you to clean your room, but they never told you when it needed to be done by, what happened? We never did it. We might eventually get to it, but probably not because it's not a priority. We didn't know when it had to be done by, so we just kept putting it off. But if your parents said, Hey, clean your room before I get back from the store, well, now it's a priority because I know exactly when it's supposed to be done by. We're being held accountable by a ticking clock. That's what we need for our goals. It's the difference between just saying, I will lose 10 pounds and I will lose 10 pounds by Halloween. You see what I mean? Okay, so a couple of examples. A normal goal might sound like this. My goal is to lose weight so I can fit into a specific outfit. A smart goal would be, I will lose 10 pounds by exercising for one hour a day, Monday through Friday, at 5.30 p.m. for the next 10 weeks. It's specific. You're going to lose 10 pounds. You're going to do it by exercising one hour, Monday to Friday at 5.30. Very specific. It's measurable because it's 10 pounds. You'll be able to know whether you've lost or gained weight. It's attainable because it's not out of the question that over 10 weeks, you could lose 10 pounds. It's relevant because your goal is to fit into the specific outfit. Maybe it's a dress you want to wear to a wedding or a suit you want to wear to a business lunch. It's relevant to your life and it's time-based. You gave yourself 10 weeks. Another goal might sound like, my goal is to start a podcast. But the smart goal version of that would be, I will research the equipment I need to start a podcast for 30 minutes a day during my lunch break on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday this week. It's very specific. You're going to research the equipment you need to start. You're going to do it for 30 minutes. You're going to do it on your lunch break on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of this week. It's measurable. It's definitely attainable. It's relevant because you want to start a podcast. And it's time-based because it's this week. You see what I mean? It's so unbelievably specific that in every aspect of your goal, it's holding you accountable. The second tip I'm going to go over today is growth. What do you need to grow at in order to get your goal? What skills do you need to learn? What are the building blocks of your goal and how can you grow in those To make your goal that much more achievable one of the biggest and most common mistakes we make is focusing on the goal and not the growth that needs to happen first so let's say it's your income let's say you're in sales and your goal is to make two hundred thousand dollars this year you don't need to just focus on closing more business right you might say the growth i need is in my sales numbers no 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 you need to grow in your discipline you need to grow in your persistence Maybe you need to grow in your knowledge so that you feel more confident in your meetings. If your goal is to lose weight, ask yourself, what habits do I need to grow in or change to get there? What can I learn more about? What tools do I need? You might tell yourself you're focusing on eating less food, but you need to know that you might need to grow in your accountability. Maybe you need to grow in your ability to prioritize. That's what actually needs to change. That's where your focus should be. And when you grow the fundamental elements of your goal, you increase your ability to sustain success long term, right? Does that make sense? Like you could lose 20 pounds, but if you still can't hold yourself accountable and you lack discipline, You might go right back to the old habits and end up gaining all that weight back. And if you haven't grown in your ability to stick to a routine, you might end up missing a couple days at the gym until you look up and you haven't exercised in over a year. So we focus on the goals when our attention should be on the growth. Do you need to learn a new language? Do you need to grow in patience, gratitude, even forgiveness? It's the growth That gets you to the goal, not the goal in and of itself. The third thing I want you to do is I want you to decide what you're going to give up in order to achieve your goal. Because in order to achieve something you've never done, you're going to have to give up things that you've always done. We all have this hope that we can go through the stages of change and not have to feel uncomfortable, not have to give something up. But that's not true. We'll always come to a point where we have to give up something in order to achieve the larger goal, which has a higher priority. Like if your goal is to lose weight, you're going to have to give up the fast food. You're going to have to give up late night snacking. If your goal is to make money, you're going to have to give up parts of your social life. If your goal is to finish an Ironman, you're going to have to give up quality time with your family so you can train for it. Or maybe your goal is to grow in your spirituality. You're going to have to give up sleeping in on Sundays so you can make it to your church service. So let me ask you, what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to stop doing so that you can reach your goal? Maybe you give up social media because your goal is you want to improve your mental health. You might decide to give up going on vacation this year because you really want to pay off your car. I don't know what it'll be for you. But we have to be very, very clear on what we're giving up in order to get there. And along with deciding what we're giving up, we also need to decide which opportunities we say yes to and which opportunities we say no to. And what I mean by that is too often we say yes to things that don't line up with our priorities and we say no to the opportunities that would get us closer to our goal. Let me give an example. If your goal is to start investing your money, you have got to say no to the opportunity to buy coffee every single morning. And you have to say yes to putting that money away. If your goal is to wake up early in the mornings and go exercise, you have to say no to the opportunity to stay up late watching TV and say yes to going to bed early because that is what lines up with your criteria. And once you continuously make the right decisions over and over and choose the right opportunities, that becomes your lifestyle. It not only gets easier, but it also increases the likelihood that you'll keep making those decisions. The fourth tip I have for you today is to write down and make visible your goals. The difference between having an idea and putting it on paper is often what separates the accomplished from the hopeful. I want you to think about every intelligent and successful person you've ever met. Think about the people you look up to the people you want to be like odds are they probably have some type of a whiteboard or a vision board in their office, right? The wealthy and the wise are the ones who fill their offices with books. They've read written texts, It's because those words hold weight. If you can remember the last time you had to fill out paperwork that required a signature, maybe it was accepting a job or applying for a loan, I'm sure it felt like a pretty big deal because you were committing to a long-term agreement. So just as you committed to those things, your new written goal is a contract with yourself. You're committing to the future you that you'll stay on track until you reach the finish line. I'm telling you, it's a proven habit of successful people. In the book, Rich Habits, Thomas Corley said 67% of the wealthiest people he surveyed said they write down their goals. It sounds so simple, but we make it so hard. We all know that we don't write down 90% of the things we tell ourselves we're going to do. It's because writing it down does what? It makes it real. And that written contract is the only thing holding you accountable with yourself. If we don't make it real, what happens? Our goals get fuzzy. They're unclear. Your goal might be to exercise five days a week. But because it's just a thought in your head, throughout your day, other thoughts pile on top of that and it becomes less of a priority. When the goal is fuzzy, it's a cop-out. We all do it. We want to feel good about setting a goal, but we keep it flexible because then it's hard to really know when we fail. Writing down your goal is what makes them real, and it's what holds you accountable. After we write them down, we're going to start our action plan. Your action plan is what breaks down the goal to these tiny achievable tasks. Too often we set these lofty goals but never actually take the time to break them down into the tiny objectives that really get us there. Like if your goal is to take a trip to Europe, that's a pretty big goal. And at first it probably seems intimidating because there's so much planning that goes into that. You don't know how much money it's gonna cost, you don't know what airport to land at, you don't know where you're staying, You don't know how to convert your money. To someone who doesn't have an action plan, that goal falls into the maybe one day category. But if you're able to break it all the way down to something like researching the best places to visit in Europe, that's something you can do right now. It's something you'll have to do before you go and it could be checked off your list. Maybe tomorrow you look up how much a plane ticket would cost. Again. That's something that you're going to have to do before you go. So go ahead and get it done. It gets you that much closer to actually taking that trip. Through that process, you might find out, damn, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. By doing the smaller tasks, you find out you can afford it. You'll find out there's actually a direct flight from where I live to the city I want to visit. You'll find out that you can get the time off work because you actually asked. And you might find out that it is possible. No goal is too big. It's just about setting and focusing on the much smaller goals first. The last tip I have for you today is behavior change. And I saved it for last on purpose. Because in all reality, none of this is possible without discipline to change your behaviors. Think about it. Smart goals growth, giving something up, breaking the goal down, putting it on paper, all of it. It all requires you to change your behaviors. I believe we all have this moment right after we set a goal for ourselves when we're presented with the opportunity to either continue doing what we've always done or make today the day we choose the option that supports our goals. I know you know what I'm talking about. Like if you're trying to eat healthy, And then you see those Oreos in the pantry and you're debating grabbing a few. That's the moment I'm talking about. Or if you decide to give up liquor and after a stressful day at work, you're driving home debating on stopping at the liquor store. That's the moment. I picture it as this tiny window of time where we have the opportunity to change our future. It it sounds crazy, but think about it. If you started today and you don't eat those Oreos, or you decide to drive past the liquor store on your way home, you're increasing your chances of making that same decision tomorrow and the next day. Then over time, you've gotten to the point where you don't even look for Oreos at the grocery anymore, or you don't even look for the liquor store on your way home because it's not in your new routine. I want you to remember this quote from Wayne Dyer that says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. The way you look at the positive and negative aspects of modifying your behavior is literally what is holding you back. For example, changing your diet or increasing exercise transforms over time, not overnight. Right? In early stages of dieting, we're quick to see more cons than pros. But over time, the balance shifts and you start to see benefits to your behavior change. Like when you lose a couple pounds and you can actually see your body changing over time. Tell me that doesn't motivate you. All those hard workouts you did, now you see why you did them. And as we see progress, we transition through the stages of change. Or let's say your goal is to finish a marathon. At first, all you looked at were the cons it was going to cost money, it was going to take a lot of time, it was going to take a lot of training, but then as you started to succeed and you could run two miles without stopping, six miles without stopping, 11 miles without stopping, you started to lose a little weight, you notice that you're eating better now out of habit. Now you start to see, wow, there are benefits to this even though it costs money and it took a lot of your time. Does that make sense? It can be something as small as cleaning out your closet. At first, you walk in your closet and you're thinking, this is going to take forever. I have to start a Goodwill bag. I have to organize. I have to throw out the stuff that's too small. But as you begin to clean out your closet, that perspective changes. You start to notice that it's really not going to take that much time. You feel good about yourself because you're starting a Goodwill bag. Hell, you maybe even opened a spot to go buy more clothes. But at first, you were thinking of every reason why this wasn't a doable task. It all comes down to perspective. It's always about perspective. How you see things is how you're going to approach them, how you're going to react to them, how you're going to see them through or not see them through, how you're going to tell the story. It's all about how you see it. So if you are able to see it for the positive or see it for... For what it's worth, instead of thinking of every reason it can't be done, that's when you succeed. And when you're done listening to this episode, and you go back into the real world, you need to remember that your goals need to be smart. You need to focus on the growth behind the goal. You got to decide what you're giving up in order to achieve your goal. You need to write it down and make it visible. You need to break it down through an action plan and you need to accept behavior change. That's how you reach every single one of your goals. All right guys, that's all I have for you today. I appreciate you coming to listen. I'm gonna leave you the same way I always do. Be nice to people.